And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. That's right. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Brandon is out today. My name is James DeJerome. I produce the show for Brandon. Been with him for about three or four years now. The Consumer Quarterback Show is almost 10 years old. So for about 10 years, we've been an advocate for everyone in the Bay Area, wanting your dollar to go farther. So we round up a bunch of expert contributors and sponsors, and we get that information to you and make you uh, a little wiser when it comes to the marketplace, in addition to doing some vetting on these folks so you can trust the people that we bring on the show. And of course, our sponsors do a great job for us. Check them out online at ConsumerQB.com. This segment is from Replenish IV Solutions, really unique business model. You know, Steve and Lisa Gunn and the owners of Replenish IV Solutions, been with the show for a while, and they offer a way to get your immune system boosted. You know, they'll come right to your home or business if you can't make it to one of their locations and inject you with an IV solution that'll give you your minerals and vitamins, make sure your immune system's operating at maximum efficiency. So we want to thank them for sponsoring the show. That's Replenish IV Solutions. And of course, Brandon owns the Platinum MVP team, so we talk a lot of real estate here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Johnny's our TV producer. He's going to throw a few properties up. We're going to talk about them right here. Here's one in Palm Harbor. If you're looking to get into the Palm Harbor area, we got about 1,500 square feet in a 3-2 two-car garage at Two Oak Avenue. So this is a waterfront home with a new dock. Uh, canal runs right to Lake Tarpon, stainless steel kitchen appliances, granite countertops, tile throughout, remodeled bathrooms, and a fireplace as well. So again, Two Oak Avenue in Palm Harbor, that's a really sharp-looking property right on the water. What else you got for me, John? How about Plant City? 4605 Nesmith Road, if you're trying to relocate to Plant City, about 2,300 square feet. This is a 3-2 farm-style rustic home, almost an acre of land, uh, over $200,000 in renovations. Wow. Top-of-the-line kitchen appliances, granite countertops, uh, copper aerated tub, chicken coop, and large workshed right there in Plant City, 4605 Nesmith Road. Check out that property and all the properties at ConsumerQB.com or from the Platinum MVP team because Brandon tell you, don't leave money on the table. All right, right here in our Salem Media Group studios, Captain Will Smith. He's been on the show many times before. He's got books. He's got movies. He's flying all over the place. What's been going on lately, Captain? It's been crazy out there, uh, James. Uh, lately, from the aviation aspect of it, my side of the industry has really just been going nuts. And you're um, talking about the private side. <clears throat> yeah, the private side of it. Uh, I think people have just gotten so fed up, especially over the holidays, Christmas and January, yeah, yeah. people trying to get back home. Mm-hmm. Um some people didn't even make it home from Christmas to get back home in time for New Year's. I don't know if you've spent a night in an airport. It's brutal. Yes, it's it absolutely is. not what you want to do. No, it's not. It's very uncomfortable, very loud. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not where you want to be cooped up, especially with the COVID running around. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, uh, one of the situations that I've I've run into several times is pilots not being able to meet, you know, get to the airport they need to be to be able to fly the aircraft that people are waiting on to get home. Hmm. So what happens then? They cancel the flight or they delay the flight or they don't make their connection flight. And right. because of all that um, craziness that's going on due to this COVID, um, people have uh, decided to start flying uh, you know, privately, uh, whether it's charter or whether it's using a, one of their friends or family's aircraft. Um, it's kept me really busy. It's kept our industry side of it really busy. Uh, but one of the things that you don't hear a whole lot about uh, is ATC. Um, these guys are getting sick, and since it's a federally run um, institution, they've got bigger mandates. 
so these guys can't show up for work. Hmm. What what does that happen? It shuts down different blocks of air, say 34,000 to 38,000. You can't fly there in a certain area, a certain center area, uh, because there's no controllers to control that airspace. Well, I had no idea that's how the sky is partitioned. Yeah, it is. It's, it's broken down in several, uh, Florida, for instance, since we're here. Um, everything from mid-Florida south is run by Miami Center, okay. and they cover the Bahamas and over Cuba and stuff for international flights. Everything mid-Florida and up, all the way up to the Carolinas, Georgia, um, over to Alabama, is Jacksonville Center. Hmm. Um, so, And then you have the major hubs like Tampa or Orlando or um, Atlanta, which they control the space 10,000 feet below. Well, when these guys get sick and can't show up for work, uh, that it's not it's not a good you know, not a good right. thing because the airspace come becomes saturated and they can only handle so many aircraft at a time which creates ground delays of four or five hours where you're just sitting on the ground because an ATC delay. So the captain captain's telling you that they shut down a space of air which is almost mind blowing to me. I'm trying to figure that one out. But then that forces everybody to get condensed into a smaller space. Right now you're talking about. People flying in close proximity, that's, nope, that's yep, a little it's bit It's called dangerous. saturation. So yeah. you, you, that airspace is saturated. The controllers can only handle so many aircraft through that particular um, piece of airspace, which creates all these delays you see on the ground. Wow. Majority of the delays are coming into Florida because mm. uh, everybody wants to be in Florida. Right. Um, but it's it's created problems, delays, frustration, and it's the, the private – even for, for us. you know, Just because we have a private aircraft you're flying, we mm-hmm. still are in you – know, uh, got to file a flight plan. We got to fly the flight plan. We got to fly through the same airspace. So I try to get above all the airspace at forty three, forty four thousand feet. So this way I'm not in that congested uh, area. So I fly over gotcha. the traffic jam and then come back down around. What kind of hardware do you have to have to make that uh, leap? Well, it's the private jets are easier because they're not as heavy. Most okay. of your commercial airlines they're flying between thirty four and thirty eight. They don't get a lot higher than that. But with the private jets like the Falcons or the Phenoms or the Challengers, they can get up to forty five thousand feet. Captain, what I learned from you on one of your previous visits here to the studio is uh, com- uh, commercial f- people that fly commercially think that pri- uh, getting a private flight or private it's way out of their means. They don't have the ability to do this. But then I've seen people that get together in a group, kind of think this through and say, let's break it down. Really, what the yep. cost cost of it is versus the cost of flying commercial and putting our timing at risk and missing our, our deadlines. Well, a big company out there called NetJets, they saw that same value, and they started something called quarter share. <clears throat> so you actually own a part of the aircraft, mm-hmm. and you use that. So instead of you spending the you know lump sum on maintenance or fuel, you break that down to a quarter or an eighth. You just mm-hmm. own a part of the aircraft and a part of the operational costs, but you still have it to use. Mm-hmm. Um, NetJets did a great job turning it into a business model. Uh, a lot of people fly that versus owning their own aircraft. Right. But the, the majority of the people that I work with, they'll get four different uh, companies together, um, and they'll buy into an aircraft, and it makes it affordable for right. them. Right, right. So uh, say you're, gonna, you're considering uh, California from Florida, long flight. Yep. Right away, you're talking about time savings. Mm-hmm. You're talking about less hassle getting on and off. Correct. And not just, I mean, when I say that, that's an easy thing to say. Think about the last time you spent less than a half hour getting to an airplane, getting on it and taking off. Yeah, that, it doesn't yeah, happen. You'll never see that again. <laughs> yeah. But with the, you know, in the private industry, we, we just flew out to California about a month ago to Monterey Bay, played golf down at Pebble Beach. From Tampa to Monterey Bay, it was five and a half hours, nonstop. Man. 
And did you have to go a certain height or anything like that? We Kevin? were at forty three thousand feet, so we were trying to. We got above the jet stream, so we didn't have to deal with that headwind right. that slows slows you down. Um, but yeah, it was it was. And then on the way back, we stayed in the jet stream. I think we made it back in four hours, wow. in fifteen minutes. Uh, so we, it was. Uh, it's very convenient. You just drive up to the aircraft. You don't have to worry about TSA. You don't have to worry about showing up at the airport two hours. You don't have to deal with people that are right, at the right, airport. Right. Right. Now, Kevin, I see your shirt. He's wearing a NASA shirt in here today. And, of course, we have all these people trying to say that they're astronauts now because they fly <laughs> up a certain height. Have, have you ever wake up accidentally and be like, oh, wait, we're an astronaut all of a sudden. Now we head down a little bit. <laughs> well, I try not to sleep while I'm flying the plane. It's, it's not good for business. Um, I got this because I was in Houston yesterday, and uh, we had a, a, a overnight there. So we went to um, the Space NASA, Center, yeah, yeah. Space Center awesome. up there. And toured it and saw the Saturn V and uh, and then the 747 and the space shuttle. So I had to buy I had to buy my NASA shirt. Just Man, I tell you, there. when you see the old timey uh, aircraft and spacecraft, it is yeah. unbelievable. Those guys use those things. I can't believe they even made it to space. Yeah, they just they were literally wrapped with looked like tinfoil. The one in the Smithsonian, it was no bigger than this table. Yeah. And I, these guys are in here for nine days yes. in this little tiny space next, next to each other. Holy cow! Yeah, it's incredible. And I thought prison was bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, uh, Captain's experience, life experiences are captured in some of his books. And, of course, we're turning those into movies. Talk a little bit about that, if you would, Kevin. Well, we've had a lot of good um, progress with the movie part. <clears throat> I started the book. God, the process for that was six, seven years ago. And we retitled it to Falling from the Sky because no one knew what Squawk 7500 meant. Okay. Um, that was just my aviation lingo. Uh, so my the, the guy that was helping with me with this, he goes, we got to change the title and change the name. So we did. That's when it uh, went gangbusters. Gotcha. <clears throat> so with that said, I, I sold more books. People are more interested in the story. Um, it was about me being wrongfully um, incarcerated. Um, I uh, fought 26 months inside a prison system, um, and my conviction was overturned. And to top it off, all off, at the, at the end of the day, I had the judge um, removed from her position. She was forced into um, early retirement, never allowed to run for elected position or practice law in that state that uh, she was in um, for the rest of her life. Now, when we talk about Captain's story, we often talk about this, uh, the incarceration and overcoming that uh, just that alone, you know, being able to fight for yourself when you're incarcerated, trying to prove your innocence from inside is a lot different than somebody on the outside. But think about the then ascension to pilot, you know, the mm -hmm. idea that, hey, I, I got finally got my freedom back and I'm out. Well, now you're out. Big deal. You're out. You got nothing in your pockets. You got nowhere to go. You, what are you going to do? That's where the story gets interesting to me. It, it, it does. And I created my own way. And while I did that, I. I kept my eye on the ball and created a goal. A lot of people that fail in life, they, they lose sight of their goal, and they give up on themselves. Right. So with me and everything that I went through and building myself back up, I was able to get back into the aviation industry again. Mm -hmm. And um, I built trust with people that are around me. Um, I hung out with the right people. So I, from there, I started a second book called Ditches to Riches, where I'm now working with the state of Florida, working with the local prison systems and helping people do their transition. I, even when it took it a step farther, James, and I created a workbook. Okay. So now we have a workbook that we're implementing today um, for uh, inmates that are being released back into civilian society on how to become successful using the same steps that I did from digging ditches in the Florida sun to flying private jets. Now, 
don't get me wrong on this, not everybody's going to come out of prison and go fly a jet for a living. Right, right. However, if they create a goal, whether they want to own their own business or where they, they have something that, uh, that really drives them that they get excited about and they can make money from or just giving back to their community, I'm working with 501c3s. I just started my own 501c3 um, just recently, about a month ago, uh, month ago called the um, Will's Way Foundation. And where there's a will, there's a way. Hmm. So it's, I know it's a lot of, a lot of wills <laughs> in there, but, <laughs> but uh, it, it's something that we're raising money to help people. So the biggest struggle for people coming out of prison right now is finding a place to live. Because everybody's like, not in my backyard. Right, you know? right, so, right. And that's where Thomas Yonk comes in? Yep, that's where Thomas Yonk comes in. If, but if they le- allow me to sit down and talk to them and say, hey, I was one of these people that you said, not in my backyard, and now look what I'm doing. Yeah. So you, some people need a, need a second chance. You know, the idea that you could uh, get better in prison, it, it, people always say, well, you, you become a better criminal. That's what you learn in yeah. prison is how to become a better criminal. So as soon as you get out, you go right back to that. Uh, the idea that you could actually get some useful knowledge or some uh, apply some of this stuff instead of just using that time as, as time spent wasted. Well, I always tell everyone in, in, in the book is, you know, if you want to um, be a bar fly, hang on a bar. So who you surround yourself with um, when you're – whatever you're doing in life is what you're going to become. It's called being a product of your environment. You're inside a prison with a bunch of criminals. Well, look who you're surrounding yourself right, with. Right. You know, it's unfortunate because you can't really leave that situation, but once you're released, you can. And that's when the decision-making price process starts. And they could say, you know what? I'm not hanging out with this person anymore. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to do something better. I love the idea that you and, and Thomas Young, who we mentioned at Cons Helping Cons, this program realized that, you can't wait. As soon as these guys come out, he's right there because yep. the opportunity to fall back is, is right all around you all the time. It is. It is. It's, it's kind of like working with someone that's overcoming an addiction. You have to be right there once they get out of that, uh, that, that 30 or 28 day program, because if you're not there and they don't have the support, they'll fall right back into it. Yeah. So they have to have a strong foundation. They have to have a strong support system around them saying, hey, you're going to make it through this. You're going to be OK. You've been, it's hard to trust people. You've been, you've been incarcerated. There's no one in there you're going to trust. So you come out and say, hey, I've worked this job. This will happen for you. Just keep your nose to the grindstone. It's the temptation of society and everything around it. Man, I can see why he'd meet him right at the door. Yeah, and you need to. And when, you've meet some, when you're meeting a, a person that's coming out of prison and they know that you've walked the same mile that they've walked, yeah. um, they, they don't have all their, their barriers up. You know, when you come out, you are paranoid because right. in prison, you're constantly on the defense because people are always trying to take. Mm-hmm. But once you get out, it's kind of like a you can breathe. OK, I can trust this guy. He understands me, you know, and, and we prep them before they come out. And then they go through my my, uh, my transition program, which lasts about it's about a 28 day program as well, um, four weeks. So once they start it and they graduate from that, then we, you know, we really get them on their feet and get them going. Now, it occurred to me that uh, a lot of folks out there, you said not in my backyard. It's a very common thing with people when it comes to illness, prison, uh, rehab centers, Mm -hmm. all kinds of things. People just don't want it around. Right. But the idea that uh, you could find someone who's motivated, you know, in coaching, a lot of times when a kid's had, this is his last chance. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not so against giving him an opportunity because he knows this is it. I got right. it. This is all I got. This is my one. And I can see as an employer, you're, well, he's an ex-con. I don't know if I can trust him. Can I employ this guy? But who's more motivated to show up and continue doing right and stay out? I mean, I, I could see that that's working true. for you. And, and, I, and I'm glad you brought that up because this is also what goes along with somebody that's going to employ a person that's got out of prison. They come with a bond. Mm. So they come with a bond just in case something, you know, God forbid – happen and it creates a loss they're insured okay so it's it's you know it's an opportunity 
Um, there's tax um, um, incentives for hiring someone coming out of prison. There's you know, Our guys are bonded when they come out, when they go to work. And it's usually in a, a skill set of a trade that they like. We don't send someone to a job that they're going to hate. Right. Why? Because they're not going to perform. Right. So we ask them, what do you, and that's part of the, the workbook I have that goes with um, Ditches to Riches. What do you want? What makes you happy? What do you enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. You know, some, some people in, in today's uh, day and age, you know, they like to do cultivation. Well, a lot of people can't do it because they have a criminal record, ah. you know, but there's opportunities to work side by side with someone that is doing it, yeah. you know, so it's not always the door being slammed in your face like I had slammed in mine. Right. We've come a long way since I was released in 2006. Man, a really great story. I'm so excited to see the film. Now, if we get, when we get to casting, I want to see what Captain Will, what it's going to look like. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so with the film side, a lot of exciting things have happened with that as well. Uh, i got David DeBorg, who is did the treatment, and he's also writing, he's written um, several scripts for... Um, um, Lionsgate, sorry, I had a brain fart there. Uh, Lionsgate, Netflix, and a lot of other uh, people out of California. Well, one of the um, directors that we are and producers that we're hopefully will be able to work with is going to be Francis for Coppola's daughter. No she's, yeah, she's real big. Wow, and, yeah. and he's, everybody remembers him from The Godfather. Sure. Um, so she's doing a lot of movies and he's connected in, in that realm as well. So we're in the script mode right now. We've got all the, raised all the money and the funding. Um, I get to go down to the Lifetime Movie Network next week and meet Cedric the Entertainer and Ashanti with their new film that have coming out. It's being filmed. Awesome. Um, so I'm excited about getting in and seeing how that yeah. that works, meeting those producers, meeting those uh, um, uh, script directors and the casting directors, and find out who is actually going to play me. So yeah, that would be interesting. Well, I'm excited <laughs> to see how this whole thing plays out. Everybody out there, check out Cap- it's CaptainWillSmith.com. That's correct. That's my website. You can find my books on Amazon.com. Just just type in uh, under the search uh, Captain Will Smith. All my books come up. My website is more informative of where we're going, what we're doing, more about me, the movie. Um, they, like I said, the investment opportunities now are we've got all the investors, but okay. there's other movies being filmed. There's 10 more movies going to be filmed next year in the Tampa Bay area. Wow. Um, so if investors want to, uh, you know, maybe not, of course, not my movie, but another movie that's that's going to be filmed. There's mm-hmm. still opportunities just in, in yeah. different areas. Be a part of it. It's really cool. And we want to revitalize Tampa with some movies taking place right here in our backyard if we can. Right. Uh, Captain Will, I'm so I'm, I'm ready for the next step, man. I'm ready to see what's going on. What what if they want to fly? What, what's the best way to get to you? Say they're listening out there and they think, well, let's try this private plane thing. If you want to get involved in the private aircraft industry, I would do it now um, because it, there's a lot of other things going on. Prices of private aircraft have gone through the roof, kind of like. Yeah. Um, used vehicles mm-hmm. have <clears throat> so it's you know you're definitely going to need more than yourself to get into it um, and uh, you can look me up at willsmithaviation.com all my contact information is there I can help you through the acquisition parts of an aircraft I can find out when you purchase an aircraft a lot of people you need to purchase what the mission is if you're just going to fly in the southeast you don't need a jet that can take you I got from you. East Coast to West Coast. Not okay. necessary. You buy something smaller, something that's going to fit your mission. And uh, you've got to do your due diligence while you're you're going through that process. And that's what the Consumer Quarterback Show is all about, giving you knowledge, giving you inside, trusted advisor. So whether it's aviation or you just want to check out a story, Captain Will, great resource for you. Thanks so much for coming in today, Captain. Thanks for having me, James. 
All right, coming up, we got Chuck Peterson right here in our Salem Media Group studios. And don't forget about our feel-good story. Every show, Brandon's going to do a feel-good story today. University of South Florida, right in our backyard, reverse vending machines. I'll explain exactly what those are when we come back. This is the Consumer Quarterback. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you've been listening to the phenomenal Brandon Rhymes, the Consumer Quarterback Show. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at Consumer Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550, or ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Margie here with the Consumer Quarterback Show and the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. If you're buying, selling, or investing, please give us a shot. We would love to help you. We are a top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay, and you can reach us at 813-750-0550. Call or text 813-750-0550. ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and a top listing agent in Tampa Bay, featured in Florida Realtor Magazine, Top Agent Magazine, The Business Journal. We're looking for inventory. Attention sellers, we need more inventory to sell. If you're a seller on the fence thinking about selling your property, we want to hear from you. Free comparable market analysis. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rimes, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right, ConsumerQB.com, a great resource for you out there. You can check out all our expert contributors and our sponsors. we got a sponsor for this segment is Golf Cart Depot or Discovery Golf Cars. Uh, in my neighborhood, these kids are always skateboarding behind golf carts. They're walking the dog with a golf cart. They go trick-or-treating on a golf cart. I don't see how people are getting by without one. So Discovery Golf Cars or Golf Cart Depot, get in touch with them. they got multiple locations in the Bay Area. They'll finance it for you. They repair it. Uh, lots of makes and models. They're our go-to guys when it comes to golf carts. Check them out online. And, of course, Brandon owns the Platinum MVP Realty Team. We always look at real estate properties. Even in this time of scarcity, he's got some opportunities for you. Johnny is our TV producer. He's going to throw a few up for me. Say you want to get to Spring Hill. we got nearly five acres up in Spring Hill, 13335 County Line Road, currently being rezoned to commercial. And there's an existing building on the structure that you can occupy or rent right next to the villages of Avalon and the public shopping plaza. So right there in Spring Hill, that's a sharp-looking property. What else you got for me, John? 
Let's see, we got one in Land O'Lakes. Say you want to relocate to the Land O'Lakes area, this is an opportunity for builders and developers. About seven acres on two parcels. Uh, 4.56 usable uplands frontage to Lake Helen. Currently zoned uh, general commercial. Great expansion along U.S. Highway 41. So a big opportunity for builders in the Land O'Lakes area. Like Brandon says, don't leave money on the table. Get in touch with the Platinum MVP team. Last segment, Captain Will Smith came in. He told us all about aviation, his books, and movies. Chuck Peterson, Suncoast Roofing, been away for a little while. Chuck, what's been going on? Yeah, been glad to be back. Yeah, I had uh, had to take a little break to get my knee replaced. So, uh, hadn't seen you guys in a couple months. Well, you walked around pretty good for somebody who just got a new knee. Yeah, seven seven weeks ago tomorrow. So, so the rehab did it kill you or what? No, nah, it was great. It wow, was, it, it went it went as flawless. Modern medicine for so, you. Yeah, I can't, I can't say anything but good good things about it. So. Did they say the other one's coming up next or no? Nope. No, just had uh, I blew the meniscus out on this one. one, minute, one. No, uh, no cartilage left because I had arthritis in that. So knee. it was wear and tear. Or you did something. You were, were... Uh, both. Okay. Yeah, and they, they just cut that mother out and put a new one in. And well, we're going to talk. We're going to talk all things roofing with Chuck when we come back from the break. But I wanted to just mention real quick. Everyone out there who's been worried about getting a roof or, or thinking they had to wait six or eight months yeah. or wrap the house. We're getting not, better at that. Not not near that long right now. Okay. Productions the production's been really good. Good news for everybody out there. So we're going to hit that one with Chuck when we come back. And our feel-good story I told you about USF right here in Tampa. Reverse vending machines. I'm going to explain exactly what they are and how they tie into the recycling program. Don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback Show. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. The Consumer Quarterback Show will be right back. Don't go anywhere. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. That's right. Give Brandon a call. He can put you in touch with some of the great properties you see pitched on the Consumer Quarterback Show or our sponsors, in addition to our expert contributors who come in the studio all the time. Sponsor for this segment is Veteran Gutters. You know, Brandon Porter, they worked for Brandon Rhymes' house and putting uh, gutters on his house. And this is a veteran-owned company with veteran-owned employees. So we're, we're excited to... Uh, put him out there as a great sponsor for the show you know people who don't have gutters on their house may not realize how much water we get down here you just don't want that water pouring off your roof banging into the foundation on the side of your house so as far as you can get it away from your house it's something you want to do so get in touch with brandon porter veteran gutters does a great job for you and of course he's a great sponsor here on the program and i got a real estate property what do you got for me john we're going to look at one more property here today Right here in Tampa Bay area, of course, we've got a real scarcity in our real estate market, but Brandon still has some opportunities in Tampa. We got one. All right, hold on. We got another. We're going to throw another one up for you. Uh, the idea that uh, 4302 North Nebraska Ave in Tampa is one that's open here. 
about 2,000 square feet. This is an office building, so a commercial opportunity. He's got wood floors, a decorative fireplace. This is a corner lot with about 50,000 cars a day going by and a billboard right there. So great exposure. 4302 North Nebraska. Think about what you could do there in terms of an office building. That is a sharp-looking property. So get in touch with Brandon. Like we always say, don't leave money on the table. So I'm excited to get Chuck in here because i got all these questions. I've been up on my roof, if you can believe that. Uh, it's nowhere you want to be. So, Chuck, I should have called yeah. you guys right away, but I ended up having a small leak. I thought I could do something up there. But, man, uh, you better know what you're doing when you get up on a roof, huh? Yeah, because once you start digging in, yeah. it's, you're uh, committed. it's where do you stop, right? <laughs> and. Uh, Luckily, our repair technicians are really good about making a where do you stop. Mm-hmm. As a homeowner, you're just not sure because you don't know. Yeah. And so. I can't look at something and assess the life in it. You guys can look at a shingle right. and say, hey, that's got to go. Or you're only going to get max a year out of that right. or something. Right, right. Yeah, you know, so that's that's some of the stuff, uh, you know, you know, if you got one little nail hole popped up and you're the homeowner, yeah, you could probably fix that. Mm-hmm. You start digging stuff up. And- I'd be real careful about getting up there yourself. Yeah. So, Chuck, uh, we, we always visit about supply chain. You know, we were yep. worried about shingles. We we're worried about getting your stuff and, and wrapping these yep. houses and having to leave them out like that. Where are we at yep. now in terms of supplies? So, the supply chain, as everybody knows, has shrunk some, but there's still materials. Uh, if you have a flat deck, like a lot of these commercial buildings that we deal with, like the one we're sitting in, you know, have a flat deck up there. That material is still two or three months out. Uh, if you do a coatings on your deck, the silicone products are probably three or four months out still. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that's not necessarily supply chain from overseas kind of stuff. That all, all that stuff is made in the U.S. Yeah. It's getting pieces of the puzzle to make it that are slowing things yeah, up. Yeah, it's just your production. I had a guy said, you know, this would have happened regardless of COVID, just from the amount of demand. Yeah. We just kind of outpaced our supply a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, and Brandon and I, we, I know you've been in here, we talked about it, but, you know, when COVID hit the first time, I mean, the the, the original year, right. construction really never shut down. Production shut down for supply chain yeah. guys, but production as far as in, on the ground never really shut down. And then last year when they're trying to catch up, production on the ground just increased because Mm -hmm. everybody was out running then so we had the biggest you know increase of new construction last year of remodel stuff last year in florida and that's everywhere across the state plus we had some really bad storms not necessarily in tampa or even in florida but texas got hammered up louisiana got hammered up the northeast and they're going to need all, all that, those shingles. All that yeah. stuff's got to go to where it's got to go. Yeah, there's only ex, you know, there's only a finite amount of production mm-hmm. for boards, for shingles, yeah. for flat decks, for silica. You know, there's only so many plants, and when this, once they're running hard as they can go, it is what it is. So if you're out there now and you're thinking about a re-roof, or say you say you got an issue that you've been putting off, uh, you better get in line, right? Yeah, and and the other thing is because of all those supply chain issues. The prices have been escalating mm-hmm. because the demand is still outpacing the supply by ways. Right. You know, even though it's not six months, it's only three months, it's still outpacing. Mm-hmm. So the prices have risen. We got two price increases the last the last year. We got a price increase in January. They've already told us we're going to have more price increases in April. So now that's you're talking about roofing specific stuff, but yeah. even plywood, even just oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, plywood. You know, there was a time when plywood went out of sight and right. it's back down some, but but everything moves, right? You know, mm-hmm. the screws, the nails, peeling stick, the shingles, the flat deck, the, the glue, right? You know, everything that's out there that's being made is moving up. So even though it doesn't move up twenty percent per se, if it's five percent per item, each item you're getting, you're still paying another you know, five or 10% higher 
to you as a homeowner than you would have paid last year. Now, Chuck, so you need because, to move in because you got to forecast these construction projects, and you got to try to figure out what it's going to cost when you actually have to buy that stuff. How's that? How's that affecting you guys? So, for a residential person, you know, somebody who would normally listen to our show here, it doesn't really affect it very much because if you came to me and said, "Hey, we need to put a new roof on," and we got all the paperwork done and said, "Okay, we got to go," we're ordering one house of twenty or thirty squares, whatever it might be. And that material will be available in four to six weeks, okay. and we can put it on. So it doesn't really impact the supply chain or you know the, or a price increase or anything mm-hmm. for a homeowner. If you're a commercial, if you had an apartment complex or strip mall or office buildings, that kind of stuff, and you're like, we need to do this, but but we could start in March, but we're not going to finish until July. Mm. You know, you got two thousand squares. You know, those you contracts have escalators more. in them for for material increases. Yeah, I can see it's tough to forecast that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's no way. And then you got to be flexible as the as the contractor and, and the homeowner's got to yeah. think, or the, or the business owner's got to think, well, you know, where yeah. are we going to come in? Yeah. Everyone's always trying to get those fixed costs. Yeah, and it, and it takes a lot of, you know, hey, everybody's got to work together. You know, we can go, there's there's some HOAs or business owners that have the ability to say, hey, we'll, we'll pay for that material. Mm-hmm. Just go get it. We know it's going to be a six-month project, but we'd rather pay yeah, you know, to make sure the, it's there. All the material now, today, so we know we we are going to have it timely, and we won't have the price increase. Instead of just paying a little here and a little here, a little here, a little here, well, that end number gets to be bigger because the sure. prices move. So you know, it's, it just just have to work with everybody. Everybody's different, you know. So uh, we have a lot of options out there. It's just what works best for you at the time. Well, when it comes to options, I was thinking to myself, perhaps if you're thinking about a re-roof and it's a shingle roof, maybe you go to metal. Does that make it easier? No. no? Nope. So no. it's not like you can just choose a ceramic or metal as an option and it's going to save you time or, or cost. No. 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 Everything, the escalators have escalated everybody. Okay. So there's, there's still the same differential between shingles and metal and metal and tile. And, you know, gotcha. so, and the timing is, you know, you can get shingles probably four to six weeks. Metal's probably about a month. Tile's the one that's really out there mm-hmm. right now. It's probably two to three, maybe four months, depending on what kind you get. Well, I don't so, want to dissuade anybody from shingles because GAF no. has the best warranty right. going. I mean, 50-year warranty. The first time you right. said that on the show, I thought you made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fantastic, and they, and they still have it, right? I mean, it's not like it backs up or anything. They're, they're the largest producer of shingles in the U.S. Wow. Uh, you know, and that, that – that warranty is a GAF warranty, not a Suncoast warranty. So they they back that product for fifty years. Hmm. Uh, you know, and shingles as a homeowner is still your most efficient value for your dollar. Uh, I mean, it's the yeah, best dollar right. spent versus what you put on your roof in the return of time mm-hmm. before you have to put another one on. Well, I remember thinking I was going to get thirty years out of my new roof when they put the shingles up there, but right. with the heat and the sun and the rain, everything down right. here, what's right. a realistic expectation? So, so back, we'll say ten, going on fifteen years, really, two thousand four to two thousand six, when all the hurricanes hit down in South Florida, it just tore up everything through Florida. All those shingles that got put on were thirty year shingles, mm-hmm. technically. But they were all brought in from who knows where because at the time Florida had a building code, but not really much of one. Okay, okay. so the insurance companies got on the, the state, and the state got on everybody to get better. That's when the wind lifts started coming into play. So every year from two thousand eight to t- two thousand twenty one, they've increased 
the way the the material has to work on your requirements. Roof. Yeah, so they have to be thicker. They have to take huge wind loads. Like the those shingles can take a hundred fifty five mile an hour wind burst, hmm. and not, and and warranted not to move. Man. Right, not not a sustained ten minute right, wind. Right, but, right. But you know, we get those storms off the Gulf, and they come up, and you get sixty eighty mile an hour winds. Those shingles now are made to take that. Plus, they have all that anti reflective stuff in it, anti algae, all the things. They're probably a half inch thicker than the shingles we had 15 years ago. So the lifespan of the shingle is could be 50 years, right? right? I mean, GF says we'll warranty it for 50, right? But it's because the building codes made those products have to increase to be so good that now they are that good. Yeah. So yeah, everybody says you only get 15 years. Yeah, the old shingles you did. I mean, the, right. they weren't made to take what Florida offers. Now, the shingles that you buy in Florida are only available in Florida. You can't buy this shingle in Georgia. That's not. It's not available. Another unique thing about our state down here. Now we always we always talk about hurricanes, and certainly everyone yeah. worries about hurricanes. But as he mentioned, the thunderstorms. And yeah. this was what my experience was. I, I my house went through hurricane season fine. We got a storm about a month ago. I want to say in the North Tampa area, yeah. and it was just coming sideways. I mean, maybe twelve inches of rain in forty five minutes, yep. and all of a sudden, I saw leaks I'd never seen before. I got water coming through the siding of my house, so I got some unique challenges about. Uh, how do the water flows off the roof and all this stuff. So I, I've been yeah. spending time up there trying to get this thing hammered out. But I can tell you what, folks, you may think your house is really airtight until we get <laughs> one of those storms to roll through, and then it kind of exposes the weaknesses. Yeah, and, and we get probably, I mean, obviously when a hurricane comes, you get a Z in calls, right? right. Because it's a hurricane. But we get a ton of calls uh, golf side because that storms, when they blow up, mm. I, I mean, they blow up in a hurry, and they force the water different than just a rainfall and that's when your house has got to be really secure Mm -hmm. you know and that's why you know there's a system in place now where 30 years ago guys went out there they nailed the shingles down you might or might not have had drip edge everywhere you might or might not have had an underlayment that worked everywhere you might or might not have had the you know the flashing in there right now the system to put that house together is so much more complete it it protects you now, I got a question for you again. I'm, I love you getting Chuck in here because I want someone I can trust to ask all these questions to. Had a guy tell me, if I was thinking about metal roof, don't even do a tear off. Put it right over your shingled roof. Now, no. tell me about that. Yeah, it's legal. Just, I mean, it's nothing illegal about that because you're allowed in the state of Florida to put two roofs on your house. Okay. Right? So you could literally reshingle over your shingles as well. Uh, you won't get any warranty from any manufacturer to do that. Okay. Right? And you don't have a way to be assured that when they screw through that metal they're going to screw through your shingle into your deck because they have to go into the deck to hold the metal that that wood's any good right Mm -hmm. if you have a bad spot in your wood soft spot yeah or you're in a valley and it had you know it's got when you tear off the shingles it would be black all through Mm -hmm. there it hadn't really leaked through your house but the wood's rotted out because of time you would never know that. Well, you put a time capsule so, on it now. It's yeah, just so stay you're, that way. yeah, you're screwing through there, right? Well, if the wind comes and, and blows that, shing, that that metal up, those screws are coming out because mm-hmm. there's no nothing for them to hold to, right? So wow. you yeah, defeated the purpose of of having the the new roof protect you, other than just a rain that comes down. Mm-hmm. Just you know, it's not going to do much in a storm if you have anything bad underneath what's already there. Man, I was I was hopeful that I would save myself some time and money, but again. Got to have a trusted advisor, Chuck Peterson, Suncoast Roof, and tell you how it is and keep it straight for you. Chuck, come kind of winding down here. What is What are the points you want to make and how can folks get to Suncoast? 
Well, we can call you go online. We've got our, our website, suncoastroofing.com.net, okay. either okay. one. Uh, you know, we've got offices across the state. You can call any of those offices, uh, you know, for whatever area you're in. We've got, right. you know, Naples, Tampa, Orlando, New Smyrna Beach, Melbourne, down in Fort Lauderdale. So just about so, anywhere you are in Florida, Suncoast Roofing can do it for you. Yeah. We love having Chuck in here. Chuck does a great job of always helping out. We always want to hear the storm updates when you guys go help folks that are experiencing that stuff. And I'm so glad we didn't get really lit up. Yeah. Well, we needed a year or two off. And yeah. We've got them. So well, I was so worried because time. we talked about how long it would take supplies. I thought, boy, if someone got hit really hard and then they got to wait, we don't have the supplies. I was worried about this hurricane season in particular. Hopefully, yeah. We should but, be in better shape this year all the way around for yeah. everybody. So. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming in today, Chuck. Absolutely. Appreciate it. All right. That was Chuck Peterson, Suncoast Roofing. Don't go anywhere. Shane Socash, David Reynolds, Jewelry and Coins is going to join us. Plus our feel-good story. Again, what is a reverse vending machine? I'll tell you all about it when we come back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Consumer Quarterback. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. Hey, Brandon Rimes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring, and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign-on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at CleaningCommandosLLC.com or call 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Looking for a venue to host your next business or family event? Make it Largo Event Center. The Consumer Quarterback Show has used the Largo Event Center, and the hall and service you get is fantastic. Over 8,500 square feet of meeting space, perfect for events, expos, and trade shows. Upstairs offers space for smaller meetings and groups to include use of their lounge and game room. Plenty of room outside for car shows or food truck events and concerts. Largo Event Center is just west of US-19 on 126th Avenue. For booking and details, visit Largo Event center.com that's largo eventcenter.com or call guy at 727-776-3442 you're listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in tampa bay Online at ConsumerQB.com. That's right, ConsumerQB.com, a great resource for all the consumers in the Bay Area. Find out about our expert contributors and our sponsors, just like Chad Irrigation. I don't know if you guys realize that there's an option out there as a homeowner that if you may have to be able to dig a well or access nearby water, 
boy, that would take your water bill way down in terms of your landscape needs. So get in touch with Chad Irrigation. You know, Victor is our guy over there at Chad Irrigation. Just call them and see what they can do for you. You may be able to save yourself some big money and find a way to get your landscaping a lot greener without costing any money to you. Okay, and also we got our feel-good story, and this one is about right here on USF, right here in our backyard. USF has launched a reverse vending machine recycling program. I thought this was very unique. The University of South Florida has teamed up with Coca-Cola to place vending machines throughout its campuses, but these machines don't take money. Instead, the reverse vending machines accept aluminum cans and plastic bottles. They are then crushed, sorted, and prepared for reuse. So the machines are part of Coca-Cola's World Without Waste environmental program. And students believe the project will make a difference and encourage recycling on campus. Uh, They say, I think it's the most important thing. People need direction. So I think having a specific place to put things makes us want to recycle, said James Jamison, a graduate student. Coca-Cola will also donate $0.05 per aluminum can or bottle recycled, up to $5,000 a year to the USF Feed-A-Bowl Food Pantry, which helps students in need. The benefit of having student funds uh, being donated to the food pantry on campus at both Tampa and St. Pete campus uh, is a true benefit to our students to take advantage of recycling, give back to our internal community on each campus, says Nancy Santiago. A lot of students have trouble paying for food. I think this will just definitely help them out because food is kind of expensive, said Jenna. And there's currently six reverse vending machines installed that are all funded by Coca-Cola. So really cool concept out there. We encourage you to recycle at all uh, times. And if you see one of these vending machines, check them out. A really cool idea from USF there. All right, so we talked with Captain Will Smith initially in our first segment. Then Chuck came in and gave us all the lowdown on what's going on in the roofing world. Shane Sokash, owner of David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin, is on the phone with us right now. How you doing today, Shane? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great, and I always like having you on the show because I think someday you're going to tell me, hey, if you ever see this kind of nickel or penny, I'm going to go home and say, now I'm a millionaire because I found this thing that I normally didn't realize had value. Any stories recently about the uh, people coming in with any crazy items or, or, or jewelry or coins or anything like that? Oh, I can't think of anything specific uh, that stands out. We had someone come in with a silver certificate, I suppose, uh, that uh, ended up being, uh, you know, the the average run-of-the-mill uh, 1935, 1957 silver certificate is just worth a, a little over their face value. Okay. And we had one that was worth a couple thousand, that, uh, what we refer to as a mule in our industry. Um, and uh, you said that's a mule? pretty unusual. Is that what you said, Shane? Yeah, it's called a mule. Okay, and, and that represents something that was uh, a unique uh, discovery? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a sequence of numbers on it relating back to uh, when it was minted. Oh, for and, authentication purposes. Yep, yep, exactly, or printed, I should say. Awesome. So that's what you really need as a professional to take a look at your stuff because I think there's probably folks out there holding jewelry or coins that they think are very, very valuable that in fact are – I'm not saying they're illegitimate, but they might not be the same value that you were told. That Absolutely. Yeah, that's the case, um, especially if you're Googling things. Uh, it is just rife with mis- misinformation. I think, you know, half of, the phone, half of the phone calls that we screen every day are typically uh, things that people have Googled right. and, and have been misled. Yeah, I mean, in our state, we get the treasure hunters that go out there and think they found a doubloon or some kind of cormorant on the, on the ocean. Then, of course, you see the guys with the metal detectors on the beaches all the time trying to find watches. Uh, what about jewelry? Is there is does jewelry automatically increase in value with time? In other words, is an older piece automatically more value than a new piece? Definitely not the case. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, jewelry is a consumer item. Um, as much as I would love to mislead people and say that whatever you buy from me is going to wor- be worth much more in the future, it's not automatic. In okay. fact, it's pretty rare that that jewelry goes up in value. 
diamonds hold value uh, better than most consumer products. It's it's pretty rare that you can buy something for two thousand that really even five years or ten years later. Uh, has any residual value. Diamonds do. Okay. Uh, but typically, they're not worth more than you buy rea- uh, realistically. Now, I know you guys have the GIA certification and you got some gemologists right on your staff. How hard is it for the layperson to look at a diamond and know if it's legit? You know, most of the big money differences in diamonds uh, uh, are, you know, microscopic. In the details. So, it, it really is. It's microscopic. So, like, if you don't have a microscope, uh, it, you know, you can't see the differences. So, it's really important to have someone you trust guide you. Hey, Shane, you're looking at structure through the microscope? I mean, wh- what does it tell me what you see? Uh, you're looking specifically, first and foremost, at, at what grew inside that crystal. So, little what we refer to as inclusions or clar- clarity characteristics. Hmm. So uh, the fewer of those there are, the more valuable the diamond is typically. And then we also look at body color and cut. And then carat weight, of course, you throw it on a scale and and what it weighs, it weighs. Okay. Now, if folks out there want to make a custom piece of jewelry and they come to you and say they have an idea, but then when it actually comes to specifically choosing the stones or the materials, that's how can you help them with that? So... Uh, you know, the majority of custom pieces we make, the clients bring us the stones. Okay. You know, they have stones that are sentimental to them, and they say, I want to, I have an idea, and I want to do something with it. And that's okay. where we sit down and design it in CAD and, and execute the piece for them. Now, you guys uh, can do that right at, at your location in St. Pete? Six full-time jewelers right here. We do everything from, like, super modern CAD and 3D printing back to, like, uh, you know, um, old techniques like hand engraving and hard-fired enamel, you know, things that were popular in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Wow. So David Reynolds Jewelry Coin right in St. Petersburg. Uh, we talked a little bit about your the ability to make custom jewelry and your gemologist on staff down there. What about just competing with, you know, today's – what if somebody wants a, a modern piece or something? They can bring you a design and from a magazine or a book and you guys can work off something like that? Yeah, we want to be really careful to uh, not infringe on other people's uh, copyrights oh, uh, design-wise. Um, but we can make pieces inspired by those pieces, you know, and frequently people, when they bring us gemstones, they're not the gemstones in those pictures anyways. They're different sizes and shapes and colors. And, and so we can a lot of times make something, I say, in the tradition of right. here. Yeah. That is awesome. All right. So David Reynolds, Jewelry Coin. Shane, talk about uh, uh, where you, what the best way to get to you is and, and talk a little bit about your store. You've got about 10, 15 seconds. Okay. We, uh, you know, 13 full-time people here. Uh, we've been here since 1971, corner of 40th uh, Street and Central Avenue in St. Pete. Man, that is a great location and a long time in the business. Shane is your guy when you need a trusted advisor in the field of jewelry and coins. Thanks so much for joining us today, Shane. Thank you. Take care. All right, that was Shane Socash, David Reynolds, Jewelry and Coin. We spoke with Chuck Peterson from Suncoast Roofing and, of course, Will Smith from Will Smith Aviation. I want to thank all those guys for coming in. I want to thank Brandon Rimes for putting the show together and letting me host when he's not here. Thanks so much, Brandon. This is the Consumer Quarterback. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback. 
Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rhymes at 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. Online at consumerqb.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show. 